0: It's eleven after seven on News Talk ZB. Well, plenty of issues bubbling uh, under in the rugby world at the moment, and we thought good chance to get Alan Jones on Wallabies coach, always a former Wallabies coach, always got an opinion on matters across the Tasman. If you haven't uh, been keeping up with the Super Rugby ladder, the Australians are out on top, just with a couple of weeks to go until they play in New Zealand teams, of course. Brumbies, I think, uh, twenty six. Queensland Reds, twenty six. Crusaders next best on 23, then the Blues. Of course, that could all change and will change once the New Zealand teams play the Australians. But where are the Australian teams at? An opportune time to catch up with Alan Jones, the uh, premium broadcaster out of Australia and, of course, former Wallabies coach himself in the uh, 80s and uh, early 90s. Alan, thanks for joining us on News Talk ZB. As always, first question, how are you finding Super Rugby thus far?
1: There are, yeah, you know, there are two stories, aren't there? I mean, the, the, the super rugby is a bit of a an uneven thing. There's a bit of a bias built in in favour of Australia. That is, Australian teams are towards the top of the table, but they've only played Australian teams, and they play them more often than they play New Zealand teams. So the rubber will hit the road when Australia play New Zealand. You know my views, Elliot. I mean, I'm not sure that we should be in this kind of competition, and I'm not sure that New Zealand should be either. Um, one of the, the, the sensible things is at long last we've cut back on cost. I mean, all this business about travelling to South Africa and Argentina and God knows what, by the time you put all the Blazer Brigade in and add the expanded squads, that was totally unaffordable. And certainly for Australian rugby, it was totally unaffordable. They were strapped for cash. So, look, we've got a couple of teams here that are, I think could be competitive. We've got a new coach for the Waratahs, who has made a difference to them, Coleman. Uh, forgive me for saying to our New Zealand listeners, he's not a Kiwi. <laughs> we're, <laughs> we're, in love with, we're in love with Kiwi coaches here. <laughs> now, I can't envisage anyone ever, and rightly so, inviting me to coach the All Blacks. I can never understand why we we're falling over ourselves to invite New Zealanders to coach the Wallabies. So, as a result of that, not only do you get a shortfall in talent at the coach at the player stakes, but you get it in the coaching stakes. We've got many good young coaches who should be given a chance and they haven't been. So Coleman has made a big difference uh, to the Waratahs. I'm not too sure that they will figure in, in proceedings. Uh, the Brumbies and, and Queensland still seem to be the prominent sides, but the test will come when we start meeting the teams like Canterbury and other sides. And I think, unfortunately, New Zealand is still well in front, although as you would be the first to concede the national side, your national side has performed very poorly.
0: Yes, indeed, over the last couple of years, uh, ever since uh, the end of the 2019 World we'll, we'll Cup, and, and indeed including that, do you think this format, though, ultimately, once it's better when teams will play each other, once the, the borders are lifted week in, week out, across both sides of the Tasman, ultimately will be better for both sides of the Tasman? Well, look, I, you see, this is the point, isn't it, Elliot? I mean, I can never understand in
1: anything, whether it's in... Social policy, um, you know, once upon a time, you were regarded as it was, you weren't allowed to argue that you could work for the dole, for example. Then everyone woke up and that wasn't such a bad idea. So we started again and did it all again. Um, In in the classroom, uh, they say, well, we weren't going to teach spelling and we weren't going to teach tables. Now they've realised that's a complete failure and we're going back to teaching tables and spelling. Now, we, New Zealand and Australia, when I was coaching, and I hate this business, but I was coaching. go, oh, here he goes, way back into the, <laughs> into the arc, into the arc. But nonetheless, we were independent rugby entities, and with respect, we beat the world. Australia, New Zealand, beat the world. Now, what happened with us? We made our provinces very, very strong. Queensland, there was a time, was the leading province in the world, and New South Wales. Now, we made a tour. We toured New Zealand, and we might have played Canterbury, we might have played Auckland and we might have played, you know, the Bay of Plenty or something, three games and you came home. Now, that was a very successful structure in fostering strength in our provincial sides and, indeed, in your provincial sides, and we beat the world. Oh, no, no. We, for the sake of money, and that's what it is, a television product, we changed all that. Well, I want to put rugby ahead of the money in the television product, so we changed that format, which was successful. If you strike some sort of compromise in all of this, then and you're talking about money, then people firstly want to have access to the product where they can see it. Now, in Australia, it's now on Stan, uh, one of the apps, but you've got to pay to access Stan. So we've already paid for Foxtel, and you're asking people to pay for Stan. Now, you can't grow a game that they can't see. And too many Australians who love their rugby write to me and say, well, look, I mean, we can't see the damn thing. What the hell is going to happen? So I, I'm i in favour of nothing against New Zealand at all. I'm saying, let's foster the Australian sides. Let's have them. We could we take one or two more teams and say, I haven't got enough talent. We've always got talent. I mean, if you create the team, the players will come. So to build the strength here, and you might then have, and of course, uh, the Australian audience are interested in that as well. Put it on television where they can see it. Play several times if need be, and you'll get the, the revenue from the television. And then at the end of the day, you might take the top two sides in Australia to pay the top two sides in New Zealand, have a wingdingo. Mm-hmm. one of the matches in New Zealand, one of them here, there's your money, and away you go. Uh, I mean, unless you cultivate the local product, you'll find that the end product of your national team is it's not as good as it could be, and that's true of ours
0: as it stands with uh, the Wallabies coming up on the horizon in a few months' time, what chance do you give them of beating England in a three-match series uh, in July, given what you're seeing in Super Rugby at the moment?
1: Well, not much. Uh, I've got to be honest. I hate to say it. Firstly, we've just picked a squad in camp of 40 players. Does someone know that there's 15 in a team? (laughs) Now. You know, the cost of this with the Blazer Brigade is enormous. One of the great weaknesses we have here, and unless you've got combinations, unless you've got the... you, You cannot be a good coach if you're not a good selector. That's your first job. Now, we've seen these players go round week in, week out. If we can't determine who our top 15 are, and that's important, don't be frightened to tell a player he's not good enough, he'll be on the bench. But certainly that then you go to the top 21... And then what are all these other people, 19, hanging around, making them all angry because they can't get a run? So the first thing we've got to do as an Australian side, we haven't done it for years, is to have continuity in selection. And if we don't have that, it means the selectors don't know their job because you can't be, you can't be on the Tuesday of this week saying, this is the Australian side to play the all Blacks. Then we get hammered. And next Tuesday we say, well, well, this is the Australian side. We just dropped six players. Well, which day were you right? <laughs> and where was your judgment at fault? Now, when a footballer uh, loses his judgment and makes the wrong decisions, he gets axed. Well, so should, uh, so should coaches. So Eddie Jones is, is now, as the coach of England, completely under the pup. I mean, I never thought he should have had the job in the first place. Uh, I have real problems with Eddie Jones as a coach, per se. He started all this pick-and-drive stuff, which has taken and driven people nuts. Everyone goes to the ground now. I mean, how the hell... If you have a horse race and the jockey goes to the ground, they call the race up, you know? But at the same time, he's playing for his life. So unlike previous tours here, he'll be bringing out his best side so that he can knock off Australia. They've had a lot of rugby. They will be in good shape. We will struggle. That will keep, I think, Eddie Jones alive till the World Cup, perhaps. Perhaps because the dressing rooms against him and a lot of the people at the RFU are against him, as you know, in England. They can sack people overnight and pay out their contract because they make a fortune every time someone plays at Twickenham. So it'll be an important test for us. I'm not too sure Elliot will be equal to that test.
0: Alan Jones with us on News Talk ZB. On Eddie Jones, uh, he's doing a bit of work with the Japanese club Tori at the moment, uh, which Samu Karevi plays for, who I hope we'll see playing for the Wallabies this year. He's uh, one of the best players in world rugby. What do you make of uh, international coach, Getting his hands on a club team, especially one like the ones in Japan where it's sort of a United Nations of rugby?
1: Well, you know the answer to that, don't you? I mean, all your listeners know the answer to that. It's ridiculous. How many paymasters do you need? Uh, we're not in this game of coaching for money, we're in the game of coaching to make sure that we advance the interests we're meant to represent. Which interests does he represent? We took a team over recently uh, last year to, to England a very critical side. They were supposed to play all the major nations. They called it a Grand Slam Tour. We won one match. And when we prevailed upon Keravai and these people to join the Australian team, they were denied. Why would Eddie Jones want them staying in Japan rather than playing for the Wallabies? Simply because when the Wallabies took on England, it would be easy for him with them out of the Australian team. The conflicts here are massive. And you ought to be told or make up your mind. You can have the Japanese side or the England side, but you can't have both.
0: Yeah, I tend to agree uh, on that front. Uh, just a couple of final ones. Alan. Uh, the the red card rules. I'm not sure if it's created as much controversy across your side of the it Tasman, has, it but has. yeah. It what's has. what's your feeling on that? Uh, are we seeing too many uh, red cards at the moment? Of course we are.
1: I mean, how the public the public let alone the players. I mean, you know, the good referee, the good referee says in his mind, I'm taking 15 on the paddock and I'm going to bring 15 off. Now, in rugby league and AFL, they put players on report. We'll deal with the transgression when the match is over with an independent entity to arbitrate on whether a punishment should be handed out. Now, the yellow card's 10, the red card's 20 minutes. It is absurd. It is not a game. It's not a contest. And this is not what the public want. It's not what the players want. It's not what the coaches want. But you see... We've vested too much power in referees. Most of them never played the game, that's the start. Nextly, they're all wired up and they've got too much to say. Why should a referee be telling the forward pack when to put the ball in, when to bind, when to engage, when to feed the ball? They wouldn't have a clue. The players, now in days past, here I'm going back again into the arc, but in days past, the players determined that with the great referees like Roger Vanderbilt and others. If there was an infringement at the scrum penalty, he shut up, he never said a thing. And we had a free-flowing game. Now the referee thinks, because he's got a microphone, we've come to listen to him. And as a result, he intrudes himself into the game over and over again, and then makes a hero of himself 20 minutes. Well, my view is we should do what Rugby League are doing, we should do what the AFL are doing. Those people, if the referee says sees fit, will go on report, but they'll stay on the paddock, and we'll have a 15 versus 15 contest And an independent entity will determine whether there was a transgression that deserves suspension or whatever, or fines or whatever they want to do. So the thing at the moment is a mess. And yes, Elliot, it is very controversial here and making a lot of people in the game very angry.
0: Alan Jones, just final question. I was going to back to to the what we were talking about with Eddie Jones before. Do you think on this side of the Tasman we should be a bit worried? You know, Damian McKenzie, the um the All Blacks fullbacks there at the moment. Bowdoin Barrett's been there at the past. So these players spilling their secrets to Eddie? Well, look,
1: um I'm going to say something which I suppose I shouldn't say but the hell with it. New Zealand have got to decide whether they have the best man coaching the side. Uh, That's the decision they must make. And the mystery to all, everybody in rugby is why Robertson isn't the coach of the All Blacks. Now, that decision, forget players, you're going to start with the coach first. And they've got a major decision to make, I think, the All Blacks. And for me, I know nothing about it. Why should I? It shouldn't be discussed with me. I'm just a, a casual observer. But Robertson has got the most remarkable coaching record Any other nation would say, please, 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 can you translate that success into the success with our national side? It's a mystery to the rugby family as to why that isn't happening in New Zealand. Sports talk.